Welcome to the show. We are sharing stories with solutions from people who have overcome adversity and healed their life. I am your host, Victoria Johnson, teacher trainer for the Heal Your Life Workshop Teacher Program and the Heal Your Life Coach Training Program. You can learn more about me and the training at thetraining.ca. That's T-H-E training.ca. As Louise Hay always said, the point of power is in the present moment. So let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners and viewers, and welcome back to another podcast episode. My guest today is Anastasia Tripolskaya, and I am so happy to have her here. She has great stories. You know, we've been chatting before we started the recording, and it's just amazing how much we have in common. And I find that happens so often in the self-help and personal transformation spiritual world, where we may live in different countries and have different backgrounds, but when we come together, we have these common interests. So with that in mind, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you very much, uh, Victoria. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, it's a great opportunity and I'm so excited to share a little bit about personal journey and maybe some tips and strategies for people. So thank you for inviting me. We are just really thrilled to have you here. And I want to let people know, just in case they want to look up your website while they're listening, the website is tripolskaya.com and that is spelled T-R-I-P-O-L-S-K-A-Y-A.com. So tripolskaya, T-R-I-P-O-L-S-K-A-Y-A.com. And if they go on there and they go to the forward slash find dash your dash life's dash work, there are some amazing things in there for you as viewers and listeners as you listen to Anastasia speak. So please tell us a little bit about you. I know that you immigrated from Russia uh, to the U.S. You live in New York City. Tell us about that. That was a big, brave move. Yeah. Um, so um Currently, I, I'm a career clarity, life purpose, and business coach. And that's my, I would say, third career. I was actually a tennis player for over 16 years. I played professionally and I competed a lot when I was in Moscow growing up. And I played some international tournaments, some local tournaments. But at some point, I realized, hmm, I don't think this is the career path to pursue longer, longer term because I felt there are only this much I can do by using my body. And I felt I had so many injuries along the way. And even though I had some pretty significant results, I never was that like number one player in Russia, which I felt was important to be in like top, top, to be going really professionally. And so when I was in like finishing high school, I decided hmm, I'm going to focus more on my education versus going professionally fully. And so I quit tennis and I went to study marketing in Moscow and uh, because since I was a kid, I had a big dream that one day I want to build a business that helps people in some way. I didn't have too many details. I just knew I want to help people maximize their potential. It was a big something about I want to help people make achieve their dreams and be themselves. That's what I knew. And so I went to study uh, marketing. And after one year, I felt I wasn't really getting as much quality education as I wanted. And I realized that to get to my big, big vision in life, which I already back then knew because I wanted to help people. I really had to change something. And uh, for me, it was, I ran into somebody and they're like, hey, why are you here? You have so much in you and you're, you're passionate. Why don't you just go to the States and actually get a better quality education? And I felt 
no, I'm not going to the States. Um, when I was a kid, a lot of tennis players actually went through the university as uh, student athletes. And I felt it's kind of you're either going professionally fully uh, and become like Serena Williams or you just quit in tennis. I had like going like my perfectionist in me. And so, but I'm like, you don't have to do that. You can just get the scholarship and go to the US, get a degree and then create a life where you can just make more impact. And I felt that sounds interesting. And so I literally within a day reevaluated my whole life. And I felt like really if I'm here, yeah, I'm getting all good grades, but I can do much more if I move. And so I turned my life around and I, within a summer, came back to tennis. I got to play again. I got, recorded a video. I sent it to a few tennis univers like universities that had good programs. And I had two criteria. So I wanted to get to a school that is very strong in marketing. So I had criteria. It needs to be top 10. That was my, my brain told me that because it's important for some reason. And uh, I also wanted to make it for free because I wouldn't be able to pay because in Russia, you know, currency is so different and it would be too much for us. So I had to make find a full scholarship. And so that's what I did. And uh, somehow within a few months, I already had it in my pocket. And so I moved to the US. And so then my past was, my brain was telling me, I had to learn the hard skills. I had to grow uh, my like marketing strategy, become like learn how do those successful companies run businesses because I felt that will help me along the way very much. And it was very strategic since I was like a threat strategy and clarity are probably two biggest things <laughs> that I'm about. And so I went through like several internships. I worked in Silicon Valley in product management and a big tech company. And then I got into big corporate consulting and marketing strategy. And one of the world's largest consulting firms, which was incredible because I grew so much. I got to travel the ground the, the across the entire country every week and that's when i realized that yes i can do so much with my brain but i also noticed that i'm not doing so much with my heart and this achiever in me that's been like printing like going and going like moving countries getting that internship getting that big job graduating from a university playing tennis all of that and then i'm like i'm working 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 non-stop and um I'm maybe answering very long in a long way to your question, but I got to the realization that I'm I can do so much with my brain, but I also want to use my heart, not just my brain. And kind of at some point, maybe a few years in, I realized it's not sustainable to just be working so much. And uh, I would only see my husband on weekends because Monday through Thursday I was traveling all around the country, and he was cool, and I saved so much money, but it wasn't fulfilling. And so many of you guys who are listening probably can relate to the feeling of something is in your life is missing and you're mm -hmm. like constantly feeling oh my gosh i don't know if i want the monday to happen maybe i want to extend my weekend or like oh no i need to wake up at 4 a.m on a monday and get on that plane again and i also felt like yeah i'm getting to that big project and my resume looks just perfect like there's nothing more i could wish but i felt i'm not myself I can't speak my heart at work too much. And uh, I felt like I'm the impact we're making is more on that grand corporate level and all measured in millions and billions. <laughs> and I wanted to be measured in, did I make a person's day better? Did I help somebody to follow their heart to be themselves more? Did I help somebody to follow their dreams like I did? And answers were like, not yet. I'm not fully doing that. I'm kind of mentoring and coaching on the side, but never full time. And it wasn't enough for me at some point. And I kind of got to really burn out and even feel like I'm wearing a mask at work. And I just like, I couldn't bear myself because when I was a kid and when I was like thinking, what career do I want to pursue? I, I just saw a lot of adults who were really unhappy in their work and they're kind of having routines and kind of leaving on the autopilot without really smiling too much in their day, just kind of like 
motions, 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 but not much like energy, happiness. And I felt like I don't want to be like that growing up. And I feel like, is this really the only way? And then years go by and I'm finding myself in exactly the same, doing exactly the same thing as those adults that as a kid, I was like, oh no. And I'm like, no, I, that it has to change. And somebody also even asked me like, what do you do outside of work? What are your hobbies? And I'm like, crickets, <laughs> I'm just working. <laughs> I'm coming home and at 11 PM, I'm done. I want to just like, sometimes I work till 1 AM or like my husband, and I go on a weekend. I'm like, I just need to rest. Like I need to be flat in my bed, but he's like, let's go do something. And I never like, I just need to like rest. So that's where like, I'm like, something needs to change. And so um, I, well, Ask me more questions because I can go on about that. So I'll pause here. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because I think that you're right. So many people who are listening and watching feel the same way. They do what they think they should do all day long. And week after week, month after month, year after year. And so you got to this point where you recognized that what was happening on the outside, this rat race of rushing and not seeing your family and being exhausted was not matching what was on the inside, which was that desire that was just a burning desire to be able to help people. So how did you make that switch? Well, it started by me realizing that, first of all, I realized I'm a train of hat. That was the number one. I was honest with myself. And then I sat down in tears, <laughs> literally like thinking about, oh my God, what is happening? Like I kind of had this big picture of how it needs to be. And I'm like, oh, all of a sudden, even forgot I just went into this. And then asked myself, but if I'm not happy, how do I want to feel? Literally. And I had to sit down with myself and literally shake my own head. I remember I, was, I got to the coffee shop, I biked there and I got a big notebook. And I literally, it was public place, but like I had all those tears and I just, I literally had to sit down and say, hi. Hello, this is me, Anastasia, Nastya in Russian. And I like, I literally had to like reconnect with even like my name and who I am because mm -hmm. I was wondering, am I even me anymore? And I had to do the inventory of what makes me me. Because at this point, I'm like, I don't know if I have any copies anymore. Other things I was interested in five, 10 years ago are still my true passions and interests. And I had, I built this notebook where I literally just like, what makes me happy? What gives me energy? What steals my energy? What do I want to do? What, what are my dreams? What are my passions? What are my skills? What are my actually talents? I did a whole 360 inventory of who I was and every page I was writing, I'm like, the things I'm noticing, talking to people, one-on-one -on -one conversations, meaningful conversations, helping people follow dreams, being yourself, because I'm telling myself, I need to be myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I also help when I help others to be them, but I needed to help me first. And the thing that was there a lot was like purpose, purpose and dreams. And so mm -hmm. once I felt it in me, wow, that was a big moment because then I got to... I really had to slow down. I had to like really welcome myself truly and start noticing what are the things that I even curious about. Really cut down a little bit on the, the negative thoughts about, well, this work and stuff. And I feel like I was blaming my work a little too much for how I felt. And I'll tell everybody, it's not the work that's at fault. Kind of, but at the end of the day, we let the work make us feel this way. <laughs> so yeah. we are actually responsible. And I was just telling uh, Victoria before the call, there's this book I love, Jack Canfield's Success Principles. And the very first principles of his, I think, 100 principles is you take 100% responsibility for your own happiness and success. Yes. And I literally had to do that. And I felt like I've been doing it my whole life. But at some point, I felt like, no, it's the work and that stuff. No, it's you. There's something in you that got you to this point. 
and I had to send more boundaries. I had to learn to literally say, okay, work ends here. <laughs> the rest, I got to do something to feel better, to be with my husband, restructure my life. And so I got to meditate. I meditated for three months every single day. I reached out to a Kundalini yoga teacher that I know. I love Kundalini yoga. And uh, it really helped me like feel something and along the journey. And, and then I kind of was thinking like, so I would say the biggest question that got me to where I am is what is the biggest thing in me that I can share with the world to make the biggest impact? That was the biggest thing. And for me, it was my gift. Like I feel having those conversations, helping people create clarity and reconnect with themselves and align with their purpose. This is kind of where my biggest gift that I can share with the world. And because I wanted to make that impact, I felt it's my responsibility <laughs> to get out, to really save my whole self. And then because I'm, if I'm not doing what I feel I'm meant to do, I'm stealing that from people because people could be getting access to something special, maybe that in some way we're not perfect, but in some way I have and can help one person, maybe then another person, then another. And so once I realized that I feel like, huh, so who are the people who do that, who help people align with purpose? And I thought, well, there are mentors or consultants. And then there's the word coach that came up. And like, and then I realized, well, coach, but then I didn't think I'm going to be a full-time coach. But then I'm like, but coach sounds interesting. I read more. So my big thing was really understanding what does even being a coach mean? How can this look like? What kind of people do the thing that I do? And I remembered that even eight years, well, about six years before that, I met the person who does what I'm doing now. And I remember myself sitting and writing in another notebook that, oh my gosh, I want to help people follow their dreams, be themselves, maximize their potential. And it was crazy. And that's how I expanded my understanding of what's possible. And then I'm like, well, maybe it is what I need to do because I've been mentoring and coaching people. I just didn't ever charge people for, I just was kind of naturally because mm -hmm. I can't shut up talking about the things I just mentioned to you and like always sit down and talk to people like, do you love what you do? Do you, can you imagine yourself doing it for another five years? Like, can you wake up at 3 a.m. and still like, do you find yourself writing on a big wall things at 3 a.m.? Because I do sometimes. And people are like, no. And that's how like, and somehow people would just change something in their life, follow their heart. And that was a big hint for me. That's how I, that's what I could do to help. And mm -hmm. so, and then I, I felt like it's important for me to be professional. So I've gone through a training. I found that for me, it was important that it's, I'm getting a degree because there are people who change careers and they just rely on the skills they have, which is actually a great thing because we have a lot of transferable skills. And yet I felt like, because it's a little bit different career consulting and business consulting and one-on-one -on -one coach is slightly different, you know, I, I felt I, it's my responsibility again to learn more tools and strategies, et cetera, and master my skills a little bit more. And that's what I did. And then, and I created a timeline. I said, I actually said within four months, I'm going to quit. It didn't happen. And I was like, oh my gosh, now I'm thinking this was insane too. I mean, some people, it's maybe not insane, but I'm building a business, <laughs> which, has to, which has to really also replace some income at least part of it. And Absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad that you went there because it is important for people to realize when they are changing their career into anything right? That we need to also just be realistic with the finances and so on and integrate the two. So how long until you were able to quit your full-time job to do your coaching business full-time? So instead of four months, it actually took me nine months, which is still not too long, which is great, but it gave me more time. So I actually had, I chose to both go through coaching training, professional ICF, ICF is an international coach federation. The like one of the biggest associations for coaches. Yeah. I've gone through that training. And in addition, I enrolled myself into a business coaching program, which I thought it's just going to give me more tools to move faster. 
and give me more confidence. And I'm so grateful. Like I, and I believe as a coach, as coaches, we need to still have coaches. We can't like, it's a, we're building something new. Even with over 10 years in marketing strategy business and a degree in marketing, I still felt like building a business slightly different from doing it for corporate. Well, you know, the thing is too, the the reason that coaches need coaches, in my opinion, is because we all have stuff and we're often too close to our own stuff to see what it is that is standing in our way or slowing us down or stopping us moving forward. So that's a, that's a really good point that you've made. So tell me now this program, Find Your Life's Work, how are you helping people through that program? Thank you for asking. So I help professionals who are successful, but they're not happy in what they do to really create clarity of direction and really reconnect with who they truly are, align with their purpose, and then strategize what that transition would look like for them. So right. So I'm just going to interrupt for one second. So that would mean for some people, they'll stay at their current job and at their <laughs> current career. They yeah. just need to maybe restructure their timeline, how they're looking at things, how they're interacting with others, their connections, and so on. And then other people might just completely leave. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yes. And What's unique about this program, the biggest focus of the program is who you are, what is it you truly want to do? Because I hear so many people that they get to the point where like they can't bear it anymore. They really feel just depleted and burnt out and they're like, oh my God, I hate Mondays and all that. And I've been there, and, but they still are like, but what do I do next? And, and that question is that million dollar question that people are just so afraid to answer because they've been thinking about it for a while. And that because they want to make, feel confident that they actually can make it happen, not just quit and whatever. You, they want to have some security. And I'm all about that. Be strategic, really understand, slow down, really understand first what it is you truly want. And to get there, I have a methodology that really starts by understanding what are your biggest natural gifts and talents? Like what is your zone of genius? And by that, I mean, what are the things that truly like give you energy versus kill your energy? What is it that they can do to, what's your biggest gift that you can share with the world to make an impact? And then we're going to explore their values. It's really important to understand you're not just making a job change. You're potentially changing a career and also you're changing your life. Yes. And if our life is a big puzzle, then our career could be a bigger section of that puzzle. Like for me, it was probably 90% at some point. And it could be a smaller section, but still section of that puzzle. And it needs to click with all other sections like health, family, relationship, our time with ourselves. And it's important to really reevaluate what's truly important. What are your non-negotiables? Because you want to make a sustainable decision. That's, I couldn't see myself in consulting and raising children in that pace. Like just, I, I just couldn't imagine that. And the flexibility was important for me. And I wanted to have my own income where there's nobody telling me how much and by when I'm going to be promoted. I want to have it for myself and work with people that I actually love. And so strengths, values, what are your passions? What drives you? What motivates you? Yeah. Explore what are your biggest dreams and what's the big vision of your lifestyle and dream life that you want to have in general? Because it's not, again, it's not just career change. It's potentially going to impact all of your life areas. Why not to look in there? And it may give you a hint towards what you want to do. Actually, also very important to really understand your purpose and really get down to that why and to maybe even write down that mission statement. And there's a whole, like a few steps to get there, but it's very important because then you feel like, oh my gosh, if this is what I am, this is what I can do. And that's what drives me. Like I would move countries. I would still be in Moscow if I didn't know my why. I wouldn't move from this corporate safe, very safe, very like, very safe, but yes, burning out kind of experience. And so once we do exploration at purpose, Really understand like what are some ways for you to bring it to life, and you will see there may be more than one. We have we are multi-dimensional. There might be multiple career paths that fit one person, 
But then it's about being methodical, about understanding, okay, what actually fits, what's maybe 60%, what's closer to 90%, and mix and merge, and do some additional research. A lot of people, they come with a very tunneled vision because, I mean, especially a lot of my clients get to the, in one industry for 10, 15 years, sometimes 20, and they really don't understand what's out there, and they are afraid to even look because the world is so big and it's changed. So start to research other alternatives and see what actually, what's interesting to you now, who you were five years ago, who you are today is a different person, slightly, still you, but there's something that's changed. So evaluate and then do that, be methodical, analyze what makes sense to you. And only then I'll start asking yourself questions. But so if this is the one or two things I want to do, how could I? And you guys see how, when did I ask you, how can I do that? Not at the beginning when we talk about strengths, passions, purpose, but once you have a little bit of an idea of what are those, I call this career hypothesis ideas, and you've even done some testing. Don't just jump into it. First thing you see and think, okay, it's going to do the thing. Well, it might, but 50-50 chance, right? And you want to minimize that risk because you might hate it. And so I always tell people, do some research, do some testing, even maybe try to some degree. You don't have to just get the job immediately because first of all, it's going to take your time. <laughs> And if your list is 10 jobs, well, uh, narrow it down, narrow it down a little more. And so, go ahead, do you want to say something? I was just going to say, it's kind of like when you think about the dating pool, right? (laughs) There's all sorts of different personalities that Uh you can date. There's tall, short, you know, all these different things. But the trick is to not marry them, right? (laughs) We're going to date a few of them. When we decide what it is that we want going forward, then we can make the commitment. But you you make such a good point that just because, you know, when we were in grade seven, we wanted to do a particular thing doesn't mean that it's actually what we think it is or that it is a good fit. It sounds to me like you help your clients to really investigate, like you said, their why, why does they want to do this going forward, how it would fit into their life, and then, you know, really getting to the how of the process. Yes. And so do you have a favorite success story of yourself or one that you have permission to share with one of your clients that you've helped to really help them to know their life's work or yourself? It's a great question. A few people immediately come to mind. Uh, I would say a few of my clients, one of them is writing a book right now. She is a teacher, but has a big, she realized there are a few things she wants to do. And she see herself as an author and uh, and she's just loving it. Another client of mine, she works also in big corporate, super successful, has kids, very high salary, state stability, which she appreciates. And yet she felt like she's not fulfilled and just dragging herself sometimes to work. And she rediscovered uh, what's her biggest gift, actually. And it's unique, making positivity. She's, her mindset is so positive. And she like radiating that pulse and just optimism. And she felt, okay, how can I share this? She actually decided to be a life coach finally. And um, and even before we even finished working, she enrolled herself into a coaching program and started. So it's like very unique. I would say, yeah, there are a few other stories. Somebody uh, decided to start a nonprofit and they realized it from understanding. Look, They looked back into their own journey. They actually felt something that they haven't felt for maybe 20 years. They haven't looked into that side of theirs because they kind of, they thought it was just a phase, but that's when they felt the most of themselves. And that's an important question to ask. What makes you you? When are you at your very, just yourself, your best self? And it was around helping students, helping um, younger uh, generation youth. And so he's now building a nonprofit that's going to help youth. And uh, he has another idea to like to have both the nonprofit and a business that's going to, 
kind of finance some of his work because he also very strategic. And so, guys, sometimes you can do two things. Mm-hmm. If something I'm hearing you talk a lot about balance, really balance. finding that balance. Yeah, because I feel sometimes people rush through. Okay, I hate this so much, and they quit. It's a little too soon. But then what happens is you are really on your own and the decisions you're making are coming from fear of, oh my gosh, I only have this much saving for this many months. And you're not really choosing from the space of, wow, this is the best job ever. And I'm going to be helping people and being myself. You're helping get me that job. I need some income. Okay. That's a different energy, you know? And so that's why, I mean, it works for some people. If, if they have some savings, maybe. But, some- but you're right. It is a completely different energy. Absolutely. Yeah. So I love that you're really having people go inside, look at themselves, find out, you know, what is my true gift? Yeah. What is it that I love to do? What is my passion? When am I most me? That's mm-hmm. a great question to have them ask themselves. When am I most me? And then, you know, of course, just working through, following through with the value system as well. Yeah. Yes, I can see that the work you do is very important. I love how fired up you are about it and how enthusiastic. And our time has gone by so incredibly quickly, but I want to let everybody know to go to your website. It is tripolskaya.com. That is T-R-I-P-O-L-S-K-A-Y-A.com. And do check out that forward slash find dash your dash life's dash work. I'm going to put all of that information, including Anastasia's Instagram address. And so that you are able to connect with her there as well. You know, this energy that she has brought to this podcast today, I'm sure she brings to her social media and you will have a lot of fun following her. So thank you so much for being our guest today. And thank you for your patience with my pronunciation of your name. It's all good. I know it's complicated. It's it's Russian. So it's, it's all good. You're so wonderful. Thank you so much for this opportunity and for your energy, for wonderful questions. So I'm very happy to be able to speak here and thank you everybody for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca. To be a guest on the show and share your story, please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us.